What if we are far greater than we give ourselves credit for? This is the Possibility Explorer podcast. My name is Dr. Dean here, and I would like to welcome you to an ADHD adventure of life hacks. A lot of you may know that I wrote a book called Being You, Changing the World way back in 2011. And at this point, it's been translated into something like 18 different languages all around the world. And one of the questions I get asked most often is, what is being me? Like, how do I get there? How do I, what do I do? Like, what do I do? Like, tell me, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. Let's talk about number one. Being you is not about getting you right. It's actually about embracing the strongness of you instead of the wrongness of you. What do I mean? Well, just look at it. I mean, think about it for just a moment. How many times have you had in your life where you just felt like everything was okay? That somehow, some, some strange, by some strange coincidence of the universe coming together, you were not wrong. Well, that's actually what is true. When you're being you, you don't have a sense of wrongness anymore. You don't have a sense of looking at all those things that you should have done differently and judging yourself for them. You can look at them and see where you could have done something differently, but rather than have a sense that you were wrong, you have a sense of gratitude for the experience that you had and a sense that you did the best job you could with the tools you had available at the time. So judging you, making you wrong is one of the ways you take you out of being you. And I know that's kind of weird because we live in a world where we're taught to judge ourselves all the time. And what if that's actually getting you further from you? What if it doesn't make you a better person? What if it doesn't make you more you? What if it actually makes you less you? And therefore, a person that is creating and contributing less in the world. So I'm gonna use something called the Access Consciousness Clearing Statement in this conversation. So if you haven't heard of it, go to theclearingstatement.com where I have a 20 minute explanation of it, but it's a way of changing anything you wanna change. Perhaps the biggest personal development upgrade that has occurred in the last 200 years. So everywhere you decided that when you're being you, it's about judging you for all your faults as though that would make you a better person in the future. Will you destroy and uncreate it, please? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. That was the first one. Next, being you is not about finding you. What? How many of us have been looking for us somewhere? And we're on this path of trying to find us, trying to become my true self. But what if you don't exist out there? What if being you is not about finding you? What if it's actually about creating you? I'm just gonna let that sink in for a moment. What if you choosing what you do on a daily basis to create how you show up in the world, how you respond to the situations that occur, and then from there, how you start to create different situations so you can have more of the awesome ones and less of the crappy ones, what if that's more about being you? So everywhere you decided there was a you that you're supposed to find, and you must be wrong because you haven't found that you yet, but you know they must exist because you have been told for years that there is a you that you must find. You just must find yourself, young man, young lady. Everything that is times a godzillion, we destroy and uncreate it, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyonds. This sort of fundamentally changes the game. 
if there's not a you out there, and I, I know it's so, it's so seductive to think that there's a you out there that you just have to find you and then everything will turn out right. But how long have you been looking for that you and still had not things turn out right in the way you would like them to? So it's, it's a very seductive idea that a lot of us get sucked into. Just part of the reason I wanted to include it on this video because it's one of the places where we've been zigging when we should be zagging, okay? We've been going left when we should be going right. And so if you're not somewhere out there to be found, what if you're actually in here and what's required is you finding out what's really true for you and then choosing according to that and then creating what you would like to create as your world. Whew! Now, that's an interesting thing because it starts to give you the awareness of, wait a minute, you mean there's something inside of me that I already know? Something inside of me that I already am? Yeah, it's called you. What, what I'm looking to do with this video and with the book and with the class is actually to unearth that thing that you already are, that you know is in there, which is why you keep looking for it, but you've been looking out here instead of in here. Why? Why do we look out there? Because we have so many judgments of all this stuff. And so we think if we, if we can just find a way to undo all the stuff we think is wrong, which we talked about number one, and then somehow find something out here that is a better version of us. I mean, in so many spiritual circles, they talk about your higher self. But what does that say about the self you are? What does that say about you? You must be the lower self. What if you're not? What if that's a bunch of bullshit that we all bought? So everywhere you bought that there's a higher self that you're not, and you are the lower self to your higher self, will you just run and create all that place? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. See, one of the things I learned a long time ago is that when you buy a lie as true, and you make that real for you, you live according to the lie, thinking it's what is true because you bought it as true a long time ago. If I could be frank with you, I, I mean, I'll be Dane, but if I can be frank, if I can be honest with you, I guess I don't really want to be frank since I'm Dane. Hmm. Anyway, if I can be honest with you for a moment, the earth really needs the you that you actually are. The one that you are deep inside, the one that you've been hiding from you and hiding from the world, the one that you've been suffering to try to prove you're not a bad person, the one that no longer has to suffer, actually, if you would allow that possibility to exist. What if your suffering is not the gift you offer the world? What if your joy is? And if you look at it, if you just like reach around the earth, like look, look at the earth, look at pictures of the earth. Is there suffering that the earth is choosing? And this is a, a deep subject, but what I'm trying to get to with that is like, if you go out in nature, the plants, the animals, the trees, the, the birds are singing every day. They're not going, oh, I'm going to suffer because that's a greater gift to the world. They're like, I'm happy, so I'm going to sing. Why would you not sing? I got a voice. I got a little birdie voice box thing. I'm gonna sing chirp, 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 chirp. What if that's more like you when you're actually being you? I know it sounds weird, but what if weird is what you are? The original meaning of weird was of spirit, fate, or destiny. So I'm adding a number three here just because those words came out of my mouth. What if you, when you're truly being you, are one of the weirdest creatures on the planet? What? I know, how many of us have been judged for being weird? Me, raise your hand if you are. And I know it's weird if you have headphones on and you're like in a coffee shop or something watching this and you're like, me! And people are like, what are you doing? Uh, being weird, thank you very much. 
truly the original meaning of weird was of spirit, fate, or destiny. So when people tell me I'm weird, I'm like, thank you so much for the acknowledgement. They go, it wasn't a compliment. I'm like, well, if you knew what it meant, it actually is a compliment. So this is part of what I'm trying to do is in, invite you to the space of getting over the idea that you're wrong and that you're bad. My beautiful friend, one thing I know is that so many of the people walking this planet that think they're the worst and think they're wrong and think they're bad are some of the greatest gifts to all of us. And you probably know people like that, that think they're wrong and bad all the time, but they're so sweet, they're so caring, they're so empowering of other people, and they always feel like they're bad and wrong. And then you probably know a lot of other people, including world leaders, for example, that are like really unkind, really mean, really self-interested, really destructive of others that don't ever think they're wrong or bad. And maybe lots of other people too. Okay, I'm just pointing this out because it's an easy to use example. But what if you looked at it and realized, wow, me judging my weirdness, me making myself wrong, me not seeing myself as strong is not actually creating more for the world. Me actually liking myself and going out into the world as this contribution is an amazing gift to the world. So everything that doesn't allow you to recognize that and start to like sink in or, or step into that, that space of this beautiful thing called you. Will you destroy and uncreate it, please? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyonds. Number three, being you is not about being liked. It's about being fully alive and gifting your unique weirdness to the world. Now, it's interesting because I sort of covered that, that a lot of us, we try to bend, fold, staple, and mutilate ourselves into something that other people will like and other people will not judge. But... Here's the thing about judgmental people. They're judgmental. No matter if you cut off your arms and your legs and your head and you slice up your torso, sorry for the visual, they're still going to be judging you. Have you ever noticed when you turn yourself down in the face of somebody who's truly judgmental and you try not to do that thing they're judging you for, whether, you know, they're really close to you or, you know, like a parent or a work person or whatever, if you turn yourself down in the face of their judgment, what do they do? Well, they then judge you for turning yourself down. Oh, you used to be this. Now you won't even be that, will you? That's because they think that their greatest power is judgment. And to a certain extent, we bought that our greatest power is judgment against us as though our greatest power to change us is to judge us. What if it's not? What if your greatest power to change you is not by judging you? And what if turning you down in the face of others and turning you down in order to be liked by other people is an unkindness to you and an unkindness to them. So everything you've done to turn you down, everything you've done to believe that other people who couldn't handle you were right when they said you were too much, rather than recognize that for those of us that see that beautiful gift of the strange weirdness called you, you turning you down diminishes all of us. Everything that is, will you destroy and uncreate it, please? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Number four, being you is not about proving anything about you. It's about relaxing into the magic energy that you truly are. 
Whoa, because a lot of us try to prove, for example, that we care for other people. Why? Because we see people who say they want our caring and then we care for them. We just be the energy of caring, but they don't seem to get it. So then we try to prove that we care, but they reject that too. And then we try to prove that we're not a bad person because we don't care, because we do care. And so we get really confused and sort of lost in the mix. So everywhere you've gotten lost in the mix of trying to prove things to people who aren't actually willing to receive the gift of you as a being. And this is one of the big things that we need to realize is when you're truly being you, there's so few people currently on the planet that, that get the gift of it, that are truly willing to receive it, truly willing to recognize what an amazing being and gift is in their presence. Everything that is times a godzillion, will you destroy and uncreate it, please? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. What would it be like if you could actually relax into the energy of your being? Well, you're like, yeah, but I don't really know what the energy of my being is. Well, let me give you an example. Have you ever gone out in nature? And after about 20, 30 minutes to two hours, feels like the weight of the world finally comes off of your shoulders. Ah, and you feel like you can breathe. Well, that occurs for a few reasons. One is there aren't very many people out there usually. And you'll notice if there are people, it takes a little longer to decompress or you feel like you can't really decompress and relax. So there aren't very many people. And so one of the things that indicates then is a lot of the stuff that goes through your head, you're picking up from other people. Because when you're out there with just nature and the birds and the trees and the little lizards and the insects and all that sort of stuff, what happens? Do you ever notice you feel like you have a sense of space? And sometimes it almost feels like the space is overwhelming. It's like, whoa, I don't even know what to do with this. And then you kind of shut off and think you're going blank and all that sort of stuff. That's actually you being space. But that's you being the space that you actually are because there's no need to shut it off and turn it down and try to make that mental mumbo jumbo that most of us have in our heads the right thing that we have to choose to try to make it right for other people, that that's the thing that we have to be in order to be around people. Whew. So how much have you diminished the being of you to try to be around people? Hmm. I know, me too. And that's the thing is, that's not wrong. And it's not about making other people wrong got to realize we live on a planet where this has just been the norm forever and it's like okay well I've lived on this planet and I've done my best and I haven't done as well as I thought I would and wanted to do but that's okay but as you start to get a sense of being you whatever the heck that is and this is why I say whatever the heck that is is because it's different for each of us that's the beauty of it and we're all trying to be like somebody else rather than I'm different you know, it's like everybody's trying to be a little blue box that you put into a little blue hole. Which is a weird visual. Anyway, and you're like a multi-sided dodecahedronal creature that's got rainbow colors. And you're still trying to make yourself a little box fitting in a little box hole. So everything you've done to try to fit you into the box to be the appropriate person of reality. Will you destroy and uncreate it, please? Times a gazillion, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, pot, shorts, boys, and beyond. And I don't have to shove it in anybody's face to prove, because that's the other thing is, when people really don't have a sense of themselves, they try to prove that they're right. 
no, I do everything totally differently. I, you know, I smoke 27 joints a day and I can because I'm so cool and you're not if you don't get it and if you judge me for it, you're wrong. Oh, God, that's a lot of work. What I'm talking about is a space where you're like, I'm different, but you get to enjoy that difference personally. You get to enjoy that difference on the inside. And um, a lot of these things we talk about in the class, in fact, we talk about and, and use this access consciousness processing so dynamically on them that after three and a half days of this class, people look and feel completely different. But the beauty of it is a day later, a week later, a month later, they don't have less of that difference. They actually have more. And it's one of the reasons why this is one of my favorite classes in the world to facilitate. So I want to point that out because there's a lot of people out there that are similar to you in that they're looking for them and nothing else that they've done is ever fit. Nothing else they've tried has ever come close to giving them access to the gift that they are. And this whole conversation, the class, the book, is all about you being you. Not about you getting an answer from me. I'll ask you a lot of questions though so you can get the answers that are true for you. But that's really how you would function as a being. You would ask questions to see what was true for you that was different for you. You would follow those things that made you really light and kind of made you excited and that you wanted to explore. That's more you. That's more the gift that I see. That's more the gift I see these beautiful people who come into a room to do this three and a half day class and have the courage to let what was melt in favor of what they know can be. So last one, being you is not about the kingdom of me. It's actually about embracing something that I like to call the kingdom of we. So the kingdom of me is where it's all about me and I'm separate from you and I'm self-interested. And so everything has to come back to me. Everything has to be about me. That's the kingdom of me. And almost every time I talk about it, there's this catch in my throat because functioning from that is so, it's, it's a thing that I think almost all of us have been taught is necessary as a way of not being the effect of other people as though it's necessary to create what we want. I'll get mine so people don't get theirs. And what I found is although most of us have been taught that that's true or that that is necessary, in actuality, it is antithetic to us as beings, which means is directly contrary to what is actually true for you, directly contrary to what is true for me, and directly contrary to what is true for us as beings and what is actually the greatness of us. And so this kingdom of me idea, you see it perpetrated everywhere from relationship to politics, especially on social media, which is like, see how cool I am, 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 see I've got the perfect life. Except most people's perfect lives on social media are totally curated. If you actually spent five minutes with them alone in person, you'd be like, why did I think you were so much greater than me? 
because they're functioning from the kingdom of me, which is where everything is about their image and how they show up in the world. I know some of you out there are like, I need help, man. <laughs> Please, I've been struggling and I feel like my being has no value. And what I'm here to say is your being has way more value than you've ever acknowledged. It's just you haven't had the tools to get there. And so this is about having the tools and the awarenesses to be able to choose something that's different, but that actually works for you. And so this kingdom of we idea is where me getting greater inspires you to get greater. You getting greater inspires me to get greater. You getting greater inspires the person next to you that didn't even know greatness was possible to become greater. It's where we together rise up. And when I say rise up, I mean rise up beyond the cesspool of all the realities of suffering and trauma and drama and all that sort of stuff and actually rise up together and walk forward arm in arm to a world of possibilities. This is what's possible with you truly being you. So I wanted to give you these six points and uh, hope that they will contribute to you. You are warmly invited to the class. I truly thank you for being in this world. And I thank you for having the different weird perspective that you do. And I thank you for being the gift that you are. And what if you truly being you, as weird as you are, as different as you are, as embracing of that difference and embracing of others as you are, is the gift, the change, and the possibility this world requires. Thanks for being in the world, my beautiful friends. See you soon. This is Dr. Dane signing off from the back of a fire-breathing dragon, soaring into the unknown. Remember, you have to leap in order to know you have wings. <laughs>